start this podcast by saying thank you for joining us today. We're now covering part two of our podcast series on starting new consultants successfully. I'm Susan Bauer, your host for our program, and I'm excited to be joined again by Chris Carlson, Senior Vice President from North Carolina. Chris celebrates seven years with Norwex. Yay, Chris. And um, and just recently at Leadership Conference was recognized as um, the number one team in North America. Welcome, Chris. Hey, thank you. So let's recap for those. I'm sure everybody tuned into part one, but if you didn't, Chris introduced how you really just start off building that excitement and confidence in your new consultants um, and really setting the expectations from the very beginning. But we wanted to cover the very important process that you need to follow as a leader to ensure that strong start. Um, starting very, you know, very early with their launch parties and then digging into really focusing on a strong party schedule. So, Chris, I know that your process includes a series of calls with very specific goals and action steps. So let's talk about what those look like. And let's start with your your first um, your first call, which I know has a strong focus on launch parties. So do you want to talk about that just a little bit? Yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> and process is the key for sure. And I think, you know, as leaders, um, it's important to think as you're going through these, just to keep notes and really keep track of what you're doing throughout your process. So that I know for me, I can get really busy and go, okay, what did we talk about on our last call? So as I go through these calls, everything I always document. I have a folder where I'm keeping track of, you know, where I am in the process for each consultant. Um, so, yeah, the first call is really focusing on, um, you know, the excitement of them getting started and what that's like and, and talking about picking, you know, two different dates for two different launch parties. I often recommend that they do one on a weekday and one on a weekend just so that people have – you know, that flexibility, depending on if they're busy during the week after work and they can only come on a weekend, it gives it gives that option. And just letting them know that it's so great to be able to have a couple of parties on their own um, because they get to be the hostess of it. And they get so many wonderful products to enhance their kit for giveaways and incentives and all different things like that. So, so you know, is, all, is, there, yeah. is there specific, you know, like what exactly do you say? Because two launch parties, I don't know, as a new consultant, I think it's, um, it's definitely the way to go, but it could be a little daunting. So do you, what exactly do you say, Chris? I tell them that the first thing that they want to do is they want to take a look at their calendar and pick two launch party dates and that that's what everybody does when they're brand new. And I let them know, you know, I remind them that we're in training together, just like every job, every job has a training period. So we're in our training together and, you know, time period of the first couple months. And so I want them to pick their two launch party dates. So I think the important thing that I'm saying here is I direct that. So I don't ask them, do you think you want to have two launch parties? Or what is <laughs> that? That, that? That's not – they need yeah. you to lead them and guide them as a leader. So I tell them, you're going to have two launch parties. I'd recommend one on a weeknight and one on a weekday. What date looks best for you? Yeah, and that's so smart because it's saying that this is, you know, this is pretty much what you do when you get started. And everybody, mm-hmm. when you're starting any job, you're looking for that guidance. Um, exactly. And so, um, okay, and I think that, do you refer to fr- the Frankie list? Do you have them, you know, create that contact list? 
I do. Well, the, really what I'm doing is um, one thing that I explain is that I want them to get, you know, two launch parties scheduled and at least four more parties. So I'm kind of combining um, the conversation with, you know, getting them ready for their launch party, but also who are those other parties going to be? So when I talk about the Frankie list, um, what that is, is I'm saying, think of everybody and every corner, every different, you know, your friends, your relatives, acquaintances. I love that we added the I at the end. So for the, you know, um, internet leads, kids, you know, parents that we know in gymnastics and dance. So getting them to really dream and think, okay, who are all the people that I haven't talked to in maybe a long time that I can put on a list? And then I tell them to circle four or five people on that list that are the people that they're going to be comfortable with to go and say, hey, I need a favor. I'm so excited. I started a new business, and I just need a favor practicing, and I had a challenge to get four or five other parties booked, and I thought you would be one that would love to do this. So that, so I'm kind of using the Frankie list not only for them to create their launch party invite, but also who are the other people you're going to reach out to to get those other parties scheduled. And do you do you give them then a time frame, or what 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 do you say to make sure that they're um, they're they're making them stick, get those parties st- stuck? So yes, I absolutely yes. always have an action plan and a timeline. And when I'm talking to them about those launch parties, I think one of the really important things is often, you know. Um, what we forget as leaders is back back when you're starting out, you think, okay, I'm just going to have these launch parties, and I'm going to wait until the launch parties, and then I'll get bookings at those parties to keep my business moving forward. So I think one thing that's really important um, to, to do in this process is to say, now, we've got our Frankie list here, and I know you're going to have a couple of launch parties, and we know you're going to get bookings at those launch parties, but I want you to get the four other parties scheduled before your launch party, like pre-book them, even though those people probably will come to your launch party because they're your good friends. We, I want you to tell them you have to get these parties booked before the launch party so that you're not sitting at that launch party going, okay, now I've got bookings, but now I'm sitting for two to three more weeks before I can really do a party because now I've got to get the invites out and now I've lost momentum. So I, does that make sense, Susan? Yeah, it does. So they're finishing their launch parties and there isn't that time in between. They have parties up, like scheduled right away after that. And then the, the other bookings they get from the launch party, they can just fill in. So they're just starting with a stronger party schedule anyway. That makes well, sense. Total- yeah, and they feel confident because at that launch party, when people are booking parties with them, they can go, oh, you know what? I'm already booked for the next two to three weeks. So I've got, I've got these dates the 12th and 14th open, do either of those work? So it gives that new consultant a lot of confidence that they've already got bookings on their calendar. So I just feel like it works, the flow works great in every way. So at the end of that call where I'm really going through that verbiage with them of of kind of how to manage their calendar right from the beginning, then I'm saying, you know, I end the call with, so how long do you think you need to go ahead and get those other parties scheduled, those four other people contacted on your Frankie list? And then I'm just quiet and I let them think, you know, how do you need a week? Do you need four days? What, what's comfortable? And usually they'll say, uh, usually I probably need about a week. So then I go ahead and schedule that next call with them a week later. And then I open up that next call with, hey, how did you do? Do you have your four other parties that we talked about booked? How did that go? That's, That's perfect. Yeah. So, so it's accountability 
and then you start the next call with, well, what are the actions that you that you did from there? And pausing and waiting for them to answer, I find so many people, they just want to jump in and say something else, and a lot of times people just need that, that breather to think about things. So those are great yeah. tips. All right, so that's call number one. So launch party, it's important what you say, getting them focused on booking more parties, and an action plan at the end of the call with how long is it going to take you to schedule. So now we get to our call two, opening that with, um, you know, so how is that going? What is call two focused on also? It's really, you know, it's really talking more about often how did they, do they have their party scheduled, giving them ideas of, um, verbiage to say because if they don't have all of them scheduled and they they don't always um, it, it's really important I find to explain um, that you know what this is not all about I know you're so excited about the product and I know I mean leaders do you guys remember how excited you were it was all about the enviral spots in the window plot right so it's remind remembering that as a leader and going okay Here's what the focus really is, though. To be successful in our business, we're a party plan company, so it's all about getting those bookings. So when you're talking to people and you're trying to schedule parties, I'm giving them more verbiage around that, that, you know what, I, I've got this challenge that I've got to get these parties scheduled. Just keeping reminding them, really folk, everything I do for the beginning is really focused on, you know, how they're doing, if there are any, any struggles. A lot of times I will, you know, people feel uncomfortable asking for bookings. That's just the way it is. That's what I've learned. It's just, it's uncomfortable. So I will often, with their mind, I'll say, so think about how it would feel if your friend came up to you and said, you know what, I'm so excited. I just started this new business, Sandy, and I really, really need to get these four parties scheduled and just practice with my friends. Would you be willing to help me? And I always say, so would you be super mad and go, I cannot believe that you just called me and said that you're my friend and that you need help. That's so rude. <laughs> like no one, no one would do that. They'd go, oh, no. gosh, I feel honored that you reached out to me and said that you needed help. So I'm trying to just get them in that mindset, in that frame that it's okay to ask for help in the beginning. As a matter of fact, you need to ask for help when you're starting this business. So a lot of those first couple calls, Susan, is just gearing up for – okay, now we've got the bookings down, and then call three we'll bump into here is all about what do we do for invites and hostess coaching, all the details of everything. Okay, so at the end of call two, what's your call to action for them at the end of call two? It's just what, making – it's, it's kind of the same focus as the first one. Unless they've got everything done, it's really, you know, make, okay, what, are, what can you take away from today to get up to so you're all set to go with your invites and these parties going? So it's, it's really call one and two are a little bit crossover, I'd say, depending on where they are. There's no set like everyone's at this point at this time. It just doesn't work that way. So, And you don't necessarily that. do these calls, like like you just base it on the individual person when you're doing these. It's not like you do call one, you know, the day Correct. after they sign up, and then you do call two, two days later. You know, some people do it that way. You base I it on where their I schedule do. is. Yeah, I used to um, have it be very set, and what I my experience has been is that, you know, this it's different for everybody. Everyone has a different story, and the more we can just meet people where they're at, the better things go. Yeah, that's so true. Okay, so let's talk about the third call, which sounds like you go into some other areas, like Facebook and host coaching. 
Yeah, that's where I'm really, okay, cool. Now we've got our party scheduled. That's, you know, this is like, okay, we've got a business going. Because until you have parties, you don't have a business. So I'm celebrating that and talking about um, how things are going with their kind of the different types of invitations. I find that 95-plus percent of my hostesses, you know, when I'm coaching um, new consultants to get parties booked, they're on Facebook and they use Facebook. So that's fabulous. So I am going to encourage them to create an invite on Facebook for their launch party. And I will often add them to one of mine from the past so that they can see what it looks like. And I always tell them, feel free to copy everything I have. You know, leaders, pass on what you have. Don't recreate. Don't reinvent. So if, if you go and look at this, feel free to copy everything on here. Create a Facebook event. I also, general rule I teach them is invite in three different ways. So if you've done a Facebook event, you probably want to do some sort of a text red stamp or a text, <laughs> excuse me, invitation. And then you probably still want to pick up that phone or send an email. Absolutely. You know, the personal personal touch is really still important. And, again, it, the focus of all of these, when I remind them in the beginning, especially the two launch parties, is not to talk a lot about Norwex. It's, it, and that's a big, it's a very big teaching thing to remind them. I know you're excited about Norwex, but your friends don't know what Norwex is probably yet. Maybe they do, but here where I am, we assume that they don't. So it's all about come and celebrate my new business. I'm so excited that I'm launching this new business. You guys are going to love it. So this is the time I tell them where they get to celebrate themselves. And, and, and you know, and hearing that in somebody's voice is, is so much more impactful. And I do agree. Um, having three different ways um, where you check in and do that host coaching is is really important. So um, is there something else that you cover on this call? Um, anything else for uh, tips for leaders? Um, it, again, it kind of depends on where um, where we are in the process. So if they are they've got their launch party coming up pretty soon, then usually, and, and again, depending on how many questions they've had about hostess coaching and how things are going, I always give them a tip to give away a gift for 10 buying guests at a party. I give them a bunch of incentive ideas. And then usually I'm waiting to check in with them about a few days before their launch party would be my next call. So I try to not go for more than 20 minutes giving them too much direction because you can kind of start to hear them going, okay, this is a lot of information. Yeah, um, a little bit of overload. Yes, yes. So it just depends on the call, Susan, if I break it up into a couple, but really my next main one is getting them prepped, getting them ready with incentives and a real booking focus going into their launch party as well as their other ones that they've got scheduled. Okay, so those are all great ideas in terms of getting somebody off um, to a successful start with launch parties and booking parties. I know, Chris, that you also do a check-in um, once they start having those parties. So talk mm. to me about that. Well, a couple things. I always challenge them, which is kind of fun. Um, you know, I say get your first six parties scheduled and you get a shopping spree on me. So I'm always, always, always talking and working towards them having those parties. So when they do... And when I feel like, okay, we've prepped you, you've done your launch parties, from that point on, I tell them, that's where I find that having set calls at all um, has not worked real well for me. So what I find to be better is after every one of your first six to eight parties, I want you to check in with me immediately afterwards so we can debrief 
because that's where a majority of the training is really going to begin is, okay, now you've really done it. And what kinds of things did you love and what kinds of things do we need to work on? And can I help you with? So that's, that's how I follow them from that point on in the kind of first few months of their journey. So Chris, that sounds great. And I love the challenge that you give. So I think for leaders on the podcast, you may have your own system. Um, hopefully you got some tips from Chris and you'll just tweak those based on yours. But um, I think the important thing is, is that just have a process. You know, whether you use Chris's, you have your own, but create one and follow it consistently. So I always like to end with a few action steps. So here's the ones for today's podcast. So create, if you don't have one, or tweak your process for starting new consultants. Follow it consistently for the next month. And then look at it. Um, and if you're looking for a ready-made resource in the New Leader Development Guide in Fundamental 4, Starting Them Strong, there's a checklist based on the five steps in the New Consultant Guide. You are, you know, you're welcome to use that and or follow the one that Chris shared today. And the second action step is really a check-in and a check-up. So look at the new consultants on your team and what kind of parties do they have on their schedule? How can you take your process and connect and make a plan with them and make sure that you're understanding what's in it for them and what they want out of their business? Um, and maybe think of a challenge if that's not something that you've done and how you can continue to connect with them as they have their parties. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in to part two, and I want to have a special shout-out thank you uh, to Chris for sharing all of your great tips and training with us today. Thank you, Chris. You're welcome. It was great. Okay, thanks, everybody. Make it a great one. Bye.